0: felt it through the sweet saxophone and a rhythm section so slap-happy it slung water out of the muddy Mississippi all over them boys' breakfast when I went to pour some milk in their glasses. The end, the all-clear in my poor daddy's head. I went in the bedroom I shared with Tank and Carter and found them up under the bed with soup spoons acting like they'd never heard somebody calling their names. First I tried to coax them out but then it got even louder, end of all clear. Rufus fading like my daddy had a hold of the dial, and I dropped down on the floor and slid in under there to where I could grab Tank by the scrawny shoulder and yanked him out and told him to run outside, wait for us in the yard. Then I did the same for Carter, who put up more of a fight, because he's more of a fighter. I had him by the by-god hair by the end of it, which he loves his long yellow hair. Grabbing hold of it is a last resort, but it works like last resorts are supposed to, until they don't anymore. I can't say whether there was something else I could have pulled to make his hair a next to last resort. I would like to think there is always, say, another something to do to get someone to act right, but then, growing up with my daddy, when he was half the time gone off, and my sister, who seems like she got to the bottom of her patience for all of us around the time she learned to cuss and my mama who had left by that time too, it's hard to believe people have a little bit of themselves on hold, like what my mama called her mad money, stashed away in a secret place for when you dearly need to spend it. When it comes down to it, though, you're better off using yourself as an example than you are other people, and it seems like I'm the type that will put up with right much so long as I think the person I'm putting up with is mostly worth it. Lots of people, including the great soul singers of the sixties and seventies, me and my daddy and Carter and Tank so dearly love, have made mistakes in their lives, or got mixed up in some trouble they never left out of their houses seeking. Myself, I like to listen to what all that mistake-making and I didn't seek you trouble is left in the way of, I think they call it, a legacy. I know that somebody stood fast by the singers of my sweet songs. I got those boys out in the yard and then into the truck in flat seconds. Usually too late was what it was when the rumbling started in my daddy's head. Sneak close up on him when he'd gone off, and you could almost hear it in there, distant like a TV turned two up in a blue buzzing house you pass by down a dark street. Sometimes I could feel it buildin' from the next room over. I'd need to get us out of the house before he blew, Else, hide. Now, when I think of that last time, it feels separated into little here and there boxes. I have to tell it the way it comes to me, and that day, now, feels broken. Not one continuous song like what happened afterwards, but more like someone's tuning a radio and stopping to seek out a chorus or a guitar solo, then getting impatient or bored and moving on to the next station. Daddy'd parked full out in the sun. It was boiling. Ten in the morning, and I hadn't yet got those boys to eat any breakfast. I grabbed the wheel of the pickup like I was gonna haul us out of there for good, like my sister and my mama. Sheriff Deputy Rex, when he'd come for us next to last time, said, You poor boys, must be awful stuck way to hell out here by yourselves when your pa goes off his rocker. No, I said, knowing by the way he said rocker, he wasn't the one going to save us. It teaches me go on ahead, do it now. Don't wait until you're in bed. Lie awake forever worrying why did you not? Why did you not do what? Whatever it is needs doing, I said. I could see I had confused the man. He shook his big, slow head. Sheriff Deputy Rex, you could tell, didn't suffer sheriff deputy training to be carrying three dirty boys around a county agencies after a neighbor called to report their daddy was out in the yard howling at dead dogs again. He wasn't manly, and we boys hummed. When was the last time y'all came upside some soap, asked Sheriff Deputy Rex. And besides, unless our daddy actually went ahead and bodily harmed or sexually messed with us, which he wasn't about to ever do, we always ended up back down in the country with him. Sheriff Deputy Rex said several times he knew my daddy and liked my daddy when he was acting right in the head, that is, but he had never actually laid eyes on my mama. He said it in a way suggested there wasn't any mama, which got away with me big time. I said, You want me to describe her to you? He said, Shoot. I said, She's got gold hair and shiny green eyes, but the rest of her is like underwater. You know? Mr. Sheriff Deputy Rex studied my brothers in the rearview mirror, then looked at me over his box of shades and said, oh, Okay, I hear you, boss man. In the truck, I tuned out Tank and Carter's growling stomachs and said to Mama, I don't relish sky. Bottom of the ocean's nothing to me but wet ridges, flooded old stubbly cornfield. Other people's mystery places ain't nothing to me. Places I crave are attic and basement, dark and secret, filled with things people think they don't need anymore. Ma, I want a basement, I said. Don't say ain't, she said. Baby, look. Down there, so close to the ocean it'd fill with water before you could shovel out the sand. Maybe where you're at, then, she sends me her address, and I climb down off the train and shuffle along crowded sidewalks until I hear her voice floating down from way up in some hotel. "'Darlin', come right up for iced tea and Fig Newtons.' I climb all out of breath up there. I don't want doors closing on me I can't open, so no elevator for me. She's standing outside her room, fully dressed under I think you call it a kimono, the lobby smells like elegantly got-up people who live irregardless in tiny rooms and cook soup on red electric coils. I say to Ma, waiting in the hall, how come you up and left us out there alone with him? Don't cuss. I swear I'll fall apart on you if you cuss me, she says. It's my sister who's got the foul mouth. I ain't about to cuss her. Then she says, louder, as if I'm going to have trouble understanding this, "'I worried it might spread.' "'It ain't the chicken pox,' I tell her. "'Isn't,' she says. "'See, Joel Jr., I slept beside your daddy, "'and it got to where I could hear it in there even when he was all clear. "'I put my ear up to his, hear that conch-shell roar.' So you took the TV and left us there with him? No, hell no, honey, that's not what happened. He took a golf club to that box to rid it of what he said were corrupt law enforcers. See, I got to where I could hear it all the time. I was always expecting it, even when he showed no signs of going off, even when he was the sweetest, funniest man I loved in this wide world. So, you were thinking it was better just to leave us to deal with it. Y'all go outside and play, she says, which is what she always used to say to any one or all four of us whenever we asked her something she did not much want to answer. She goes inside her room, and I follow, and she lights a cigarette off a candle. A candle? Who burns one not in a state of emergency? I was thinking she had her new candle lit, high up in some hotel life, and it won't reel. While back in the truck, Tank and Carter were wanting to know why Daddy woke them up early, hollering out in the yard at the neighbor's been-dead dog. We sat in the truck, doors locked, windows shut. Inside, Daddy had taken his hunting knife to the mattresses again, looking that money, that money. He brought the stuffin out of the mattress in handfuls onto the porch, where he washed his hands of it. I'm through with you, Cotton. Tank, watching mattress guts fluff off Daddy's fingers into the daylilies Mama planted in the dappled dirt where the gutters dumped rainwater during a storm, said, Daddy's snowing. Mama, if it's catchin', we will get it, I say. She says... Oh, no, baby, you won't either. It's not something would dare inhabit a child. Once I asked my sister before she left what in the world was wrong with our daddy. And she said when she was little, our mama left our daddy and took his pickup and found another man to get with. She said this was what was wrong with him, having to see his wife's boyfriend driving his own blue truck with the, My child is an honor student at Trent."